is the Morning Sports Desk on Monday, November 21st. All right, well, which one do we want to talk about first? Uh, let's see. Um, uh, uh, do, do I have to talk about any of them? I mean, it's kind of my job. Um, uh, uh, hold, hold on, let me... Uh, Hold on here. I, I I got it. I got it. Oh, my goodness. Was that Vikings game horrible yesterday? At no point in the game did it look like they were going to win that one. Maybe in the first quarter when uh, TJ Hawkinson dropped that uh, touchdown pass. But, I mean, to his credit, uh, everybody else played bad anyway. So, I don't think scoring that one touchdown would have made too much of a difference. The worst home loss since like the sixties for the Vikings. Um, I think there's an official stat on that. It has definitely been the worst home loss in the U S bank stadium era. They got shellacked. Uh, I, I mean, there's no, they got waxed, wiped, uh, 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 beat up, dominated, uh, Pounded into the dirt, whatever uh, footballism, whatever sports analogy you want to use, uh, they got pounded uh, and they lost forty to three. Now, here's the thing: I'm gonna get all the bad stuff off my chest, and then we'll move on because I, I it's gonna get positive when we talk about the Vikings here. Uh, no Christian Darisaw early, the left tackle. Left uh, with he uh, that concussion probably wasn't quite cleared up. He probably shouldn't have played to begin with. Kevin O'Connell already confirmed he is not going to play on Thanksgiving night against the Patriots. So that's not ideal considering how good the Patriots defense is. Their offense is another story. But we're focusing on yesterday's. Uh, I want. Can you call it a game if both teams didn't show up to play? Uh, I think the Vikings just all around had the wrong game plan. They did not think Dallas was going to attack them like that. Uh, I mean, the thing was, Dallas just brutalized the Vikings' offensive line. And even worse than that uh, is, as I'm trying to find the right, uh, the right stat here, uh, for the Vikings, uh, they just gave up pressure after pressure to Kirk Cousins. I'm not a big Kirk Cousins defender, but there was nothing he could have did yesterday. He had no time, and Micah Parsons and 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 uh, uh, the Lauren, Demarcus Lawrence and everybody was just jumping on the back of Kirk Cousins. Um, here's the deal uh, with the Vikings. Um, let's see the official stat. Um, by the way, the 37-point loss by the Vikings is their second-largest home loss in franchise history. Worse was when they lost by 42 points to the St. Louis Cardinals in 1963. By the way, uh, there. so this is a tweet from Kevin Seifert of ESPN. He said uh, there have been six sacks of Kirk Cousins um, that were... Uh, that were he was sacked six times on a four-man rush. Well, what does that mean? It means that Kirk Cousins was sacked six times and the defense wasn't even blitzing. Like, they weren't trying to pressure the quarterback and they could just get there because, one, the Dallas Cowboy defensive line is one of the best in the NFL, and two, uh, I mean, it just... The Vikings' offensive line is not good, and especially when you take away Derrissaw, 
they're not they're not good at all. Blake Brandle was a turnstile. Even Ezra Cleveland was getting bull rushed backwards. But then Ed Ingram, the amount of times I'd see Ed Ingram or Brandle, the left tackle, or the uh, the left guard and Ezra Cleveland all just sitting there and looking at Kirk Cousins falling to the turf. I'm not a big Kirk defender, but you're not going to win any games when they can get six sacks with no blitz. That You're just not going to win those kind of games. The Dallas Cowboys played their brand of football. They ran up and down the field, uh, literally ran. Like they, Their running game, phenomenal. Uh, their two running backs are really hard to stop. That's, that's not good. Drop pass by Hawkinson. Defense did not get any turnovers. And the thing about the Vikings' defense, they're not a great unit, but the one thing they could do was get turnovers. And they, the Dallas Cowboys do not play a turnover style of ball game. For the Bills, their whole offense is predicated on Josh Allen doing awesome things, and that just leaves the door open for him to make a mistake. And the Washington Commanders, when they were down by 10 points in this in the fourth quarter. Taylor Heineke's a backup quarterback. He's going to make mistakes. He's going to throw some bad passes. He did. Uh, you look at the way, I, I mean, just throughout some of these games through the season, they relied on getting turnovers and the offense making mistakes, but the way Dallas sets up their offense, it's a very Mike Zimmery type of offense. We're going to run the ball, we're going to play good defense, and we're going to we're going to limit our mistakes and make you have to play perfect football. And on defense, especially the Vikings just couldn't do it when the Cowboys did pass the ball. Cause they did throw it around a little bit. They were attacking the rookie second round pick, Andrew Booth jr. Now, as I've said before, it takes corners a lot of time to develop in the NFL. So I'm not ready to say he's bad or he's not going to be any good, but you know, rookie corners playing a lot in the NFL as the Vikings learned a couple years ago, does not bode well for your team. Uh, the Cowboys weren't even trying to attack Patrick Peterson. They're just going wherever he wasn't, and that seems to be the play if you want to beat the Vikings. And, uh, yeah, so that's not great. Uh, offensive line, not great. Defense wasn't great. TJ Hawkinson dropped some passes. And I think the biggest thing of all was people were like, why can't they make a quick in-game adjustment to do some of, to do X and Y and whatever? And a guy who's smarter than me on, uh, on social media who covers the Vikings and watches a lot of film, a lot of game planning stuff said, look, the Vikings lost this game on Wednesday, meaning they did not game plan at all for Dallas. And they had no idea what Dallas was going to throw at them. And they had no idea how to make the right adjustment. But he said... That's the part of a young coaching staff. Kevin O'Connell's a young head coach. It's their first season as a unit. This football team is still 8-2. and two. So this game was terrible. No good. Very bad. But we can live with it if you're a Vikings fan. You're not going to live with them getting clowned on social media or them getting made fun of across the NFL landscape. But you know what? Whatever. It's a long season. The Vikings will more than... I mean, there's a good chance that the Vikings play Dallas again at U.S. Bank Stadium. So they're going to need to be ready the second time around, and that's all that matters in the postseason. Luckily for the Vikings, they have a quick turnaround and will play the Patriots on Thanksgiving. The Patriots play a similar style of football, though. Defense, running, the football on offense. So, But they're just not as good as the Cowboys, so it'll be interesting to see how the Vikings rebound and respond after that um, to that game. But point is, that game was a stinker. And it is going to take a few days to kind of wash that stink off. If they come out with a win against the Patriots, we'll forget about it. They'll be 9-2. and 8-2 and two is still a pretty good record at this point in the season. So the NFC North is pretty much locked up. 
So there's not too much to fear. Uh, they got to figure some things out. Sometimes a loss can be good. It'll kind of humble them a little bit. I'm trying to put a positive spin on yesterday's game because there wasn't a lot of positives to take from the actual game itself. Um, I think it just, I think it's just this team got punched in the mouth like they did against the Eagles, except they got punched worse. This was at home. And this was after everybody kind of figured like, you guys were going to be good. You came off of a big win against the, uh, against the Bills. So now we'll see how the Vikings respond. Uh, that'll be the mark of the young coaching staff and the, uh, and all that to see how they respond with a short week against Bill Belichick and the Patriots on Thanksgiving when the entire country will be watching them again. So here we go. Like We'll see if Kevin O'Connell can figure things out, if they can figure out. uh, You're not going to be able to fix everything, but can they patchwork their way and and not have that happen again, uh, the way that blowout loss was. There's a whole lot of things we could talk about through the weekend. The Gophers lost. Uh, which wasn't ideal. They played a bad game against the Iowa Hawkeyes. P.J. Fleck has not has never beat Iowa. The Gophers haven't beat Iowa now in eight years. So that's awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, I, I just want the dang pig. Just want the dang pig. That's all. P.J. Fleck decides to play the exact game plan. Iowa wants them to play, and they lose. Uh, so... Uh, I don't know. There's a whole lot I could say on that. They lost. Uh, the Vikings lost. But you know who did? You know what football team did win over the weekend? Uh, you know, it was the uh, it was the old Bemidji State University Beavers. I had to talk about my my alma mater a little bit in Bemidji State. The football team beat Winona State Cor- uh, School. Corey previously went to. Uh, so I had to, uh, I, I got to mention that as well. Uh, go Beavs. They won 31 to seven and they advanced in the first round of the NCAA football tournament. So I ha- I have to have something, have to have something. Twins got new uniforms as well. You can check that out on the KWAD Facebook page. We have pictures of the new twins uniforms shared on there as well. I want to give my full thoughts on those when Corey, uh, gets back or at least we can try and, and, and space stuff out throughout the week and see more of what we have. So this has been the Morning Sports Desk for Monday, November 21st.